Going Linux episode 269. What to do when things go wrong on Linux. The advanced episode. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you find this and all episodes helpful in learning about Linux and its applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, what to do when things go wrong on Linux advanced. Hey, Bill, uh, sounds like you got a cold. Yeah, I sound like Edward Fudd. Yes, I have a bad cold, and I can't barely speak, so this should be interesting. Everybody get a good laugh out of this, because I'm going to mispronounce a lot of stuff i got a feeling. But it's like like 28 degrees here in South Carolina. I thought I lived in the south. As we record this, it is the middle of February. You know, it's... uh, I live in the south. I I, I know, I know. But you are on the east coast. I mean, if you were here on the west coast, you'd be saying, what gorgeous weather we've got here. You I'm always have not in that northeast part of the United States. <laughs> well, I will say this is an aptly named uh, episode because we had tech gremlins trying to get this thing recorded. Wow. Yeah, the good news is we didn't have to use any of the techniques we're going to be discussing today <laughs> to restore any of this. It was a reboot and a – oh, man, what a mess. Anyway yeah. – so if anybody – apologize to that. Anybody's going to hear me get, take a sip of water or something like that so I can continue talking. So sorry about it. I should be better by next time we record. So Between you and your uh, computer, <laughs> hopefully well, both you and your computer are healthy next time. Well, let, no, hold on. What happened was I, a good friend of mine is borrowing the beast. Okay. Because, because he needed it to work on his machine. Uh-huh. So you're fixing his machine for him. He's a good friend of mine. So I let him use it, and I have the the other i7, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was making a lot of noise at the last recording. So I had set up a couple days before the uh, little uh, compact AMD worked. It's worked well, records Mm -hmm. well. About halfway through it, we started, and it just stopped working. And then it started smelling of, 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 of electronics burning. Yeah, not so good. I don't. I think Larry did not pay the the tithe to the tech gods, uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, but so hey, it I wasn't had, my machine; it was yours. Maybe you're not paying the tithe. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go back to now the one that makes makes the has that humming noise, and so you'll probably be able to take it out on post. But it's just funny is the one time I actually let down a machine, everything goes haywire. Yeah. Oh, well. And it's all your fault because you didn't pay the tithe. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I'll take the responsibility for that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what are we talking about today? First of all, we're going to be talking about how to reinstall Grub if your computer's not booting. We're going to talk about Test Disk, which is a nice little utility. We're going to talk about Boot Repair, which also... Uh, reinstalls grub but a much easier way than any of the other ways that i have ever seen so between those three things we'll be talking for a little while here but we'll be discussing some ways to fix your computer if it's just not booting for some reason and uh, you need a 
uh, a way to get it back up and running again. So if you're having grub problems, this is the episode for you. Yeah, well, who hasn't had? Oh, I had had a lot of grub problems lately, but but you know you always you you always need this one day when you don't expect it. Yes, exactly right. Uh, or if you've you've been messing around with multi boot and you accidentally put something in the wrong spot. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay, move right log. Anyway, uh, in our show notes, we have a lot of. Uh, you notice how I just segue completely away from that? that yes, clip. yes. Okay. Yeah, you liked that, <laughs> did you? Yeah. We have a bunch of uh, links that uh, could show you how to do a lot of this um, as far as restoring the grub and uh, boot uh, repair and. It's in the show notes, so we very encourage everybody to, if they got time, to go ahead and watch them. A lot of them are pretty short. We got one from Nixie Pixel. Uh, we got, you know, one from, uh, well, I think it's the How To Forge. I mean, one from How To Ubuntu, you know, .org. So the bunch of people that sat down and have got a bunch of uh, good resources, and most of them are in videos, and they're short and easy to understand. That's how I uh, actually uh, found out about Test Disk. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'd encourage you to, uh, look through each and every one of them. If you, if you haven't had a problem with grub before and had to try to fix it, each of these has a slightly different way of approaching the fix. But if you look at them all, you'll begin to see the pattern and see what it is they're, they're actually fixing and how they're doing it. So that if you do ever find yourself needing to repair a grub installation in order to be able to reboot your computer, whether it's single boot Linux or whether it's a multi-boot machine. Uh, this will at least prepare you, uh, and then you can use any one of these techniques to actually facilitate the the repair when you need to, if you need to. Let's put well, it that way. Well, they don't have my method. I just reinstall everything. <laughs> <laughs> reinstall from scratch, yes. You know, look. The, the boot does it's not booting up let's reinstall it or try a new distro <laughs> yeah yeah let's try a new distro uh, that's the oh, distro hoppers fix yeah that's <laughs> hey it's not on here and i think it should be yeah, uh, yeah but uh seriously uh there are some particularly good uh references in here the one i enjoy is uh from how to ubuntu it's the, it shows you how to do it by the command line mm -hmm. and it sits down walks you through it uh pretty easily and no you know it gives you examples uh but i have to say the easiest one i found larry is called boot repair it's that one button you click it you're done one button yeah yeah so before we get into the one button fix because as they advertise it uh the one button repairs most grub problems so it, uh, that's definitely the first one to try but if that one doesn't work you may have to resort to one of these other methods so let's start with reinstalling grub shall we okay well let me just go over some of the steps okay mm -hmm. to re reinstall grub there are other options that you could use for boot repair uh and of course we just went to over to the, a lot of them are in the show notes so mm -hmm. what we're going to do now is just kind of go over some of the uh things you should do you should create a bootable usb if you can yeah boot into a live session mm -hmm. 
open a terminal, and type sudo fdesk-l. Which lists, that's the dash L, mm -hmm. all of the partitions so that you can figure out which one is your root partition. Uh, of course, that will allow you to pick your root partition. And then, mount the drive. And then, create some hard links. Mm -hmm. You want to describe how they do that? Well, rather than go into all the details here in this high-level summary, in the notes on Nixie Pixel's YouTube video, she has the commands for creating those hard links. Oh, okay. And so that's what I would recommend is you yeah, actually she's, look through this. Yeah, just watch the Dixie Pixel? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and then you're going to be, uh, change the root directory to one of your hard drives root directory. Uh, you go do a grub install slash dev slash SD, depending on which hard drive. It could be uh, SDA or SDB. Yeah. That's that's a, way, a good reason to go in and look at your, uh, your setup before you do mm -hmm. anything. I doubt everything. Reboot and remove the USB drive. And so that's that's a really high level uh, way of doing it. You can't actually repair the the uh, Grub installation following those instructions because we didn't give enough detail. But there's definitely enough detail in the links. And well, I think it's just basically kind of give the steps. And yeah. To, and go watch the videos. Yes, that's yeah. the message. Go watch the videos and yes. and read the documentation as well. I don't like to read. Uh, yeah, well, the videos are good for that then. Oh, okay. And in those links, we have everything from uh, how to do all of this by command line commands. Um, we have methods of doing this from a live DVD of whatever distribution you're using uh, and uh, a number of different ways to do this. So... Um, Lots of things to pick from and lots of different ways to get it done. So read through the links we have and uh, you'll be busy for a little while. Yeah, we're not a one-size-fits-all. You'll find what, how you like to do it. There's plenty of ways to do it. So our next uh, topic is something that I mentioned in that solo episode I did, the introductory episode. Uh, where I was mentioning test disk. Now, test disk allows you to um, recover partitions, and it's a little command line type tool that, uh, let me describe it by reading one of the reviews on test disk. This is from somebody who identifies themselves as CJR Packwood, and this is from 2013. It reads, one of the few, but the best file and partition recovery apps for Linux. Not too easy to use, but if one takes time to study the layout, it's obvious what to do and how to do it. This is software that every Linux user needs to have installed and ready when needed. So this is the utility that PhotoRec comes bundled with. So there's PhotoRec we've discussed last time for recovering pictures and videos and those sorts of things and other kinds of files. And TestDisk is the one that recovers entire partitions for you. Now, TestDisk isn't your typical repair of a, uh, an unbootable drive because the boot sector is borked up. What you want to use TestDisk for is when you actually have a situation where you have deleted 
a partition and you need to recover that partition. Now you can easily delete a partition accidentally when using the partition editor for your Linux distribution. And if you happen to have deleted the wrong partition, uh, you know, you, you may be thinking to yourself, oh no, I've just lost all that data. This is a way of getting that information back. It actually restores the entire partition files and all. Now, if you're on a Windows system, you may see operating system not found. If you're trying to boot into your Windows partition and you have deleted that, uh, you may simply have deleted a partition with data on it. And you, let's say it's a partition where you've stored all your photos and now you're thinking, oh, I've lost all those precious photos. So test disk allows you to restore an entire partition that has been accidentally deleted. That's what you use it for. So here's how you use it. Uh, first of all, uh, if the partition is on the machine that you're booting from, if you've deleted a partition that uh, is a data partition only, it may be on your existing machine. Or if not, if it's on a separate hard drive, you'll want to boot from a machine that is functional and then uh, attach the other hard drive externally to your machine. So you can go to your repositories if you're in a Linux machine, and most likely test disk will be available in the repositories. If not, uh, we've provided links to the test disk site where you can actually download it and install test disk. But the easiest way to get it is from your software repositories, the software store, the software uh, center, or whatever you want to call it, uh, and install it from there. Once you've got it installed, uh, go to the menu and select Test Disk, and it will bring up what looks like a command line environment. It'll open in a terminal and be using an NCURSUS type interface, which is a text interface that allows you to use the arrow keys and the Enter key to actually select something. So first screen you get will be uh, a screen that gives you a little bit of information about test disk and asks you to create a log file. So you want to go and select create to create that log file. Then it will give you a listing of the various hard drives on your machine. Select the hard drive where the partition was that you want to recover and then uh, select proceed. Next, what comes up is a screen that lets you select the type of partition it is, uh, Mac, Sun, Xbox partition, EFI partition, or an Intel partition. And for the most part, Test Disk identifies it for you without you having to make the selection. If it's obviously wrong, pick the one that's right for you. If it comes up with something by default, it's probably the right type. In my case, it's Intel. Once you've got the right partition table type highlighted, click Enter to actually select it and move to the next screen. In the next screen, you'll have a number of options, and one of them is Analyze. That's the one you want. Click Enter to continue. After it's finished its analysis, it will give you another screen. You want to select Quick Search on that screen. If the software presents a question that says, should test disk search for partitions created under Windows or Vista or 
uh, Windows 8 or something like that, and you're not trying to recover a Windows type partition, select no. If it is a Windows type partition, you'll want to select yes in that case, of course. I'm going to assume that we're recovering a non-Windows type partition. So once you've hit enter, it will come up with a screen where it has identified the partitions that are possible to restore. It's actually going to identify the partitions that are already there as well as any that have been deleted. So to recover the deleted partition, highlight it using the arrow keys and press enter. So if it finds your partition and can actually recover it, it will give you another screen where it's asking you to select either deeper search or write or quit. Of course, those are your three options there. Now, if it didn't find your partition for some reason, you may want to use deeper search and I'll leave it to the listener to research that a little bit further. But in my case, it's found it. And in most cases, it will find your lost partition there, especially if you have just deleted it and you're recovering it right after that deletion, it's going to find it for you. Uh, Use your arrow keys to click over to and highlight the word write and hit enter. And what it's writing is the partition table. So it will ask you, are you sure? Do you want to continue? And you'll want to type the letter Y for yes and press enter. And it will actually go ahead and write the recovered partition table. And you will now have a recovered partition. Click OK to uh, end the test disk session and in order for your computer to recognize the recovered partition, you'll likely have to reboot your computer. But once you've done that, you'll find that your partition is restored with all its files just as it was before you accidentally deleted it. And that's it. Wow, Larry, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a little lengthy, but um, I think once you have uh, listened to this episode and you've gone and, and clicked on the links that a couple of links that we have including that test disk video the tutorial and there's a step-by-step -step guide they will all help you out so it's actually although the reviewer said it's not too easy to use it's not too difficult either you really need to get your head wrapped around what they're doing ahead of time and if you can do that then you'll you'll be just fine it's when you're in that panic mode you've lost your partition you're searching around for a tool you stumble across test disk and you're not sure what you're doing while you're in that panic mode it seems very very complicated but after very you've, yeah <laughs> after you've had to use it you go back and you say well that wasn't too difficult why would why did it seem so difficult it's because you were panicked <laughs> <laughs> well you know it, it will always break when you got to have like a something for work or school and you're afraid that you've lost all you know three weeks worth of work and you know life is going to come to an end if you don't have that report that's when it usually happens yeah exactly at the worst <laughs> possible time <laughs> well, that that was that was really interesting how you uh, went through that. I actually learned a little bit. I might have to use that once or twice instead yeah. of just re-blasting everything back on the factory. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it can be very helpful. And this next one can be very helpful as well. Um, this is boot repair. Now, this is the one-button click repair. 
Um, and let me describe a couple of different ways to use this. Uh, the first one is to download boot, the boot repair disk, uh, the ISO, and burn it onto a live USB stick. Um, that's something that will provide a link in the show notes to downloading the live uh, media. Uh, and they make a note in one of the sets of instructions, don't burn it onto a DVD if your PC came with Windows 8. And that could be something to do with Windows 8. And if it's later than Windows 8, like Windows 10 or something, this may apply or it may not. We haven't tried it out with the uh, pre-release of, of Windows 10. But uh, be careful. Use the um, USB method if you can. And you can use UNET boot and other utilities for uh, creating your live USB stick. Uh, once you have that in place, insert the boot repair disk or the USB stick into your computer and boot from there. Uh, then it prompts you to select your language and then it allows you to connect to the internet and if you can I would recommend you do that because one of the things it will do if you have an internet connection is it will create a URL that you can use to click on uh, web-based repair based on what it finds on your computer. So um, read through the instructions, the written instructions. One of the links has some discussion as to how that works and what that does. Um, so I'm not going to go into that because what we really want you to do is when you um, get to the, the main screen, the boot repair disk, you will notice that there are two buttons. Click the one that says recommended repair. The other one says create a boot info summary. That one doesn't do the repair, it actually creates the URL for you. Click that recommended repair and then let it go through its thing. When it's done, reboot the computer and that will resolve most of the problems that will happen with a boot sector or Grub or even a Windows MBR. Uh, so this is not just for Linux, this is for uh, Windows as well. And so that will fix most problems. Now, the second way of using the boot repair media is to actually boot into a live DVD or live USB of your favorite distribution. I'm assuming that that will be the DVD or USB that you use to install Linux on your computer. It doesn't have to be. You can create a fresh one if you need to because you're actually going to use that live DVD or live USB to install in the live session the boot repair. Then you're going to use it in the live session to repair your hard drive. So here's what you do. Once you've booted into your live USB or live DVD of your favorite distribution, open a terminal and type three different commands. Now what these three commands are going to do is first it's going to add a PPA repository. You update and then you install boot repair. So the three commands are these. sudo add-apt-repository space PPA colon yanubuntu slash boot dash repair and we'll have that in the show notes so you don't have to worry about writing that down. The next command is sudo apt-get update 
then sudo apt-get install-y boot-repair. And that will install in the live session boot repair. The next thing you do is once that's completed, go to the menu, select boot repair from the menu, and then you'll see those infamous two buttons. Click the recommended repair. Now what you may want to do is click on advanced. Uh, and the advanced uh, option shows five tabs. And on those five tabs are the current setup that it's using to run if you click on that default one button repair. So the five tabs are the main options, the grub location, the grub options, the MBR options, and other options. So you may want to use those tabs to make sure that the location where the grub bootloader is located is actually set correctly. You can also, if you've got a Windows machine, you can use the MBR options to make sure that you're selecting the right master boot record. That's what MBR stands for. Uh, now, bear in mind that this utility is running from Linux, so it's not going to show your C drive or your D drive or anything like that. It's going to show SDA or SDB. So you want to make sure that you're using the Linux nomenclature for, for the drives as you're looking at these options. And uh, um, for the most part, these options should be set correctly. But just because you're booting from a live DVD or a live USB, uh, I want to make sure that you're aware that there are some advanced options there for advanced users if you need to just verify that uh, Grub is being installed to the right location. So if you've made any adjustment to those options, click Apply. It will run the repair. If you haven't, you've probably already clicked on the recommended repair button and it's working just fine. So that's basically it. It's a, it's a nice one button repair um, and it seems to work just fine. I, I think what before anybody uh, really tries any of this is to take the time and, and go through all the show notes and uh, uh, watch the videos and read about on how to do things uh, via command line. You'll be that much more prepared. Yeah, and if you have a virtual machine software like VirtualBox or VMware, uh, you could actually practice all of these things in a virtual environment just to make sure you know how to use them before you need to use them and you're in that panic mode. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yep, there you go. This is definitely an advanced topic, and so we surely recommend that you, you uh, read through all of this before you actually need to. Uh, use any of these tools. Yep. Yeah, that's really the end of our episode here, Bill. Lots of things to do uh, for our listeners and lots of things to do to prepare in the event of a disaster. And that's really the secret is to be prepared. Yes. Yes. And uh, luckily, uh, we are, as Linux users tend to be more prepared than most people. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And we have all kinds of nice tools like yes. the ones we've been talking about here today. So test disk, uh, how to reinstall Grub and how to use Boot Repair to do that repair of your Grub boot sector or your master boot record for Windows with one click from Live DVD. Yep. Beautiful. Sounds okay. Yeah. 
Our next episode is listener feedback. So until then, go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux Podcast Google Plus community. Until next time, go get healthy. Thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.